Hello, everybody, and welcome back once again to another Trinity Bantam Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Galtieri. Well, as we're entering summer now and uh, some new hires have been made, it's great that we're lucky enough to have Molly uh, Rathbun. She's the new head coach of Trinity Softball. Join us here on the podcast. She comes from Millenburg College, and uh, she replaced Caitlin Hitchcock as the new Trinity Softball coach. Uh, so it's a bit of a homecoming for Molly. She grew up in Hebron and uh, went to Eastern. So uh, let's uh, welcome Molly, first of all, to the podcast. And Molly, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. All right, Molly. So uh, you grew up in Hebron, as we mentioned before. Uh, was softball always your favorite sport growing up? Um, it was one, for sure. I did a lot uh, when I was younger. Um, I played basketball, uh, got into volleyball in high school, um, you know, softball, did Irish step dancing as well. So I uh, was really active, but softball was definitely one of those uh, constants from the very beginning. Um, I did play volleyball through high school and actually my first year of college um, at Eastern. So um, I they think they were both my favorites, uh, really. But uh, softball ended up sticking out to me um, after an injury at the end of my freshman year uh, at Eastern. And uh, I really just kind of had to pick one to focus on. Uh, otherwise, my body probably would have failed me a lot sooner. <laughs> Now, did you going back to high school? Did you go to Ram High School? I did go to Ram. Yep. All right. So you played softball there. Obviously, very talented. Uh, what stuck out from your high school career in your mind? Um, you know, it's funny. Ram was definitely um, a big learning point for me in terms of softball, um, and kind of finding myself as a pitcher. Um, about like halfway through my career at Ram, I didn't really know if I wanted to continue pitching, um, and I really kind of just wanted to focus on first base. So. Um, I kind of went through some ups and downs in high school, which I actually think were really great for me um, as an athlete, um, you know, growing through those growing pains, I guess. Um, you know, so it was, I guess, not your typical, um, you know, great story in high school. It was more like I went through the, you know, struggles and really kind of found myself, um, you know, and luckily was still being recruited by Coach Pepin at Eastern, um, you know, and then just my career was able to propel forward once I stepped onto campus there. Yeah, no question about it. You went to Eastern. You were a four-time All-American pitcher at Eastern. Uh, just talk about what, what went through your mind. What clicked for you, as you mentioned, as you transitioned from high school to college? Um, you know, I think the mental game was huge for me, um, which Coach Pepin was great with that. Um, and I just think her coaching style really helped me. Um, she was someone that, you know, never let you settle um, and always pushed you to be your best every day in everything you did. Um, and her philosophy, which I carry through with me now, which is the win philosophy, which is what's important now, it really just resonated with me. Um, and I was able to, in my training and in my preparation, like really just focus on what was important in that moment. And I think just buying into that mindset was huge for me as a young athlete, um, but also just the athletes that I was surrounded with as well. Um, I'll say it time and time again, I was able to be as good as I was because of my teammates. Um, you know, I think that's where my struggles were in high school. I was trying to strike everybody out, do it all myself. Um, and I got to college and I realized, hey, I have this great defense behind me, this great offense that's going to provide run support. Um, I just need to do my job and focus on, you know, pitch by pitch, out by out, inning by inning, um, and everything will fall into place, which um, really, I think, helped me just grow as an athlete and, um, you know, got me to where I was. Yeah, that's that's well said. You, you hear that a lot, even from pitchers in Major League Baseball, too. It's just when you have that offensive to rely on, it kind of frees you up and relaxes you on the mound. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I knew I had to be out there to sit in the corners, 
defense was going to make the plays behind me, and then, you know, we were going to come up and uh, score some runs. So it really, I mean, it relaxes you, and you're able to pitch a little more freely. Okay, so you graduated Eastern, and then you went on to coach at Eastern. Was that always a given? Did you always want to get into coaching, or did you want to kind of explore another career? How did that all play out for you after college? I was not sure, um, you know, and I was kind of not sure if I wanted to stay full on in coaching. I loved the sport, um, and I definitely, you know, struggled a little bit as an athlete graduating. Like, what's my identity? I've only, you know, been an athlete for so long, and now I'm not sure what I want to do. Um, But... Coach Pepin got me to come back and help out with the team, and um, obviously I'm so thankful she did. Um, it was a tough transition, definitely going from being a player immediately to a coach and coaching girls that I had played with that were my teammates, um, you know, but I think it actually ended up helping me um, just kind of understanding the ins and outs um, of being a professional and, you know, being in that coaching side. Uh, there was a lot of, you know, lines that had to be drawn going from that one role to another, being a player to a coach. Um, and I think it was just a great experience, and it opened up doors for me to go to Springfield College um, and be a grad assistant there. Yeah, that's interesting. As you were saying that, I was just thinking about that. That must have been really tough to you know coach your teammates. How did that, I guess, how did you get that itch of not playing anymore? How, did you still play uh, for fun? Any other leagues in those immediate years after college? How did you explore that time? Yeah, um, right after college, I played in a 30 and under league. Uh, we just played doubleheaders on Sundays. Um, that definitely filled the void. Um, but I gave Slope a try, and I actually really did not enjoy it, probably because I'm a pitcher. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was a little bored, I guess, because um, I, w- I like to be on the mound, and Slope just wasn't doing it for me. But, uh, you know, tried to stay involved that way and, you know, throwing at practice, things like that, um, you know, just try to stay involved and, um, I coached a little bit in the travel ball circuit as well, so that kind of, you know, filled the void, I guess, a little bit. All right, awesome. And then you went to Springfield College, you got your master's, and you coached there. Talk about your time up in uh, Springfield, Mass. Yeah, Springfield was great. Um, so I got my master's in sport and exercise psychology, um, which really transformed uh, my mentality and my philosophies with coaching. Um, it just opened up a lot of other doors for me. Um, you know, as I mentioned, I had done some mental training at my time at Eastern, um, but I think just actually spending two years in the program at Springfield um, and just exploring all different theories and and different ways to reach different types of athletes, um, I think it really propelled me um, to understand how to work with individuals, Um, you know, and I fully took from my experience there that it's my job as a coach to make sure that I'm adapting to each individual player. You know, I have my morals and my standards and my values. Um, but understanding that each player is going to need something different from me. And that's something I didn't really full-on notice before um, until I went through that program. So that was a really good experience for me um, and also coaching there as well. I mean, there's nothing better than being a grad assistant. You're getting your education. You're getting to coach a sport you love. Um, it's really a great experience, and um, it did a lot for me. And the coaching staff there was phenomenal. And, you know, seeing something different besides Eastern where I had played and coached was good to see some different programs and how they function, um, it definitely helped shape me. Great. And then ha- talk about the experience now. You become a head coach at uh, Muhlenberg College in Pennsylvania. Talk about that transition. Also, you're going to a different region. You were, you were kind of in Connecticut, Massachusetts. Now you're going to Pennsylvania. Just talk about that whole, that how that played out with the recruiting as well. Right. So, well, to start, I mean, Muhlenberg, I kind of just applied on a whim and 
um, you know, ended up falling in love with it as soon as I stepped on campus. Um, and it was a great three years for me. I think I learned a lot. Um, and it was definitely a program that I was able to go into and, you know, kind of bring my own flair to things. Uh, it was a program definitely looking for change. And I had some great student athletes who bought in right from the get-go. Um, and they really bought into everything that I was trying to sell to them. And um, they also didn't mind going along for the ride of trials and errors. And um, that was really great. But it was it was tough leaving this region for sure. Um, you know, growing up here, going to college here, I mean, this is home, obviously. Um, I'm glad that I went to PA. I think it helped me, you know, reach out a little bit more. I started recruiting um, in different regions, which I think was good. I have tons of relationships here. Um, but being able to build those relationships in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, um, that's really what helped me grow these last three years. And now bringing that to Trinity as well, I not only have connections in New England, you know, I have them down in those areas um, that I've been, you know, connected to through Muhlenberg. And then, so how did you find out about the Trinity opening once it became available? And well, I guess what are your thoughts from a Trinity from, Trinity from afar uh, before you became the head coach? Um, well, I ended up just, you know, seeing Trinity pop up. A couple people have been talking about it, that Caitlin was leaving. And I, honestly, I was surprised me. Caitlin's been there forever. Um, you know, it was definitely caught off guard, but it was something that caught my eye as, hey, like, this is back home. It's a phenomenal program. We competed against Trinity uh, when I was a student athlete at Eastern. Um, and I've always respected Trinity's programs and what Caitlin has done. I mean, they've always been a top-notch program. Um, and then on top of that, competing in the NESCAC. So, um it was really exciting to me to see it open um, and just have the opportunity to apply and, um, you know, try to move forward with it. But um, I think what's so exciting is I know what this program is capable of, and I'm just so grateful to be able to have the opportunity to now lead the program, um, you know, and bring my energy to it and, um, you know, get to a top spot in the NESCAC and, you know, get to that regional recognition. So what's going to be your, for fans who want to know, what's your recruiting philosophy um, how are you going to go about getting kids uh, to come to Trinity? Right. Um, you know, recruiting, obviously, is one of the biggest things now. Uh, when people ask me, like, oh, you're a softball coach, like, what do you do in the off-season? I'm like, there really is no off-season. It's recruiting nonstop, 365 days a year. Um, you know, and I think the big thing is just building relationships. Um, that's something I've really focused on um, in my last couple of years, especially as a head coach. Like, you need to build these relationships with kids from the get-go and really understand how they tick, um, you know, and are they going to be a good fit for your program? It's one thing to go out there and look at just straight athletic ability. That's great. Um, but you're going to have these young women for four years, and they're going through some, some big four years. Um, you know, they're changing a lot. So you want to make sure that they're good young individuals and um, they have that athletic ability and the academic ability as well. So, you know, my philosophy is, you know, just making sure that I'm getting good kids um, that are going to buy into what I'm selling, um, you know, able to be in the NESCAC and have the academic uh, rigor that they do, um, but also still having softball as a passion and really buying into it, um, you know, and giving it their all, even though they're being pulled in a million different directions off the field as well, um, you know. But in terms of selling the program, I'm really big in selling the relationships that I make um, and getting them to buy into what I want to create. So the culture is really big, tradition. Um, and getting kids to want to play for something that's bigger than themselves. You know, I think it's really important to understand these college programs, especially something, um, you know, like Trinity and their prowess and just how much history there is, you know, getting these kids to understand that they're playing for the people that came before them and they're laying the foundation for those who are coming after them. So really 
culture is a big thing for me um, in that recruiting process. Awesome. And then what what type of coach are you softball-wise, on the field game coach? <laughs> I think I'm pretty even keel. Um, I try to keep my emotions in check as best I can. Um, that's something I've learned through my sports psych days for sure. Um, but I'm competitive. I mean, I want to win. I'm, I mean, plain and simple, I, I definitely have that that uh, gut-wrenching in my stomach. Like, I want to get out there, give me the ball, even when I'm sitting in the dugout. But, um, you know, I, I really believe in these kids being able to have a positive experience. And I'm going to push them, and they're going to work hard. Um, but they're going to have fun, too. I mean, I think you need to understand as a student-athlete that, you know, you're not going to get better if you're not enjoying what you're doing. Um, so I think being pushed to your limits is a good thing, but also being able to enjoy those limits and wanting to reach those goals that you're setting for yourself is really important. So Trinity finished with a 19-14 uh, overall record in third place, 7-5 in the division. Um, so they qualify for the NESCAC for the ninth time in the fourth year in a row. So you're a lot of times coaches, new coaches come to situations where the team is down and out. This is a very good program as is. Right. I'm really excited to step in here. And I think the one thing I noticed through the interview process and talking to some of the players is they have that spark that's been lit. You know, they beat Hamilton in that first round of the NESCACs. Um, you know, they came up a little bit short against Tufts, but that fire was lit for them. You know, they've been to the tournament, they won that first game, and they got a little bit of a taste, and now they want to go a little bit further. And I can't ask for anything more as a coach because one of the biggest things that I could never sell, you know, to kids, um, you know, even somewhere like in Muhlenberg, it's like, I can tell them what it's like to be in the NCAA tournament. I can tell them what it's like to be at the national tournament and be one of those eight remaining teams. But I don't know if they fully grasp it, where these girls here at Trinity have started to grasp that postseason feel, um, and they want more. And there's there's no other place I'd rather be as a coach coming into a program like that because they're ready to put the work in because they've, they've tasted it, and they just they want more. Okay, Coach, just give us a kind of a timeline now. We're in the summer. How are we going to play out in, that in the fall and winter? The schedule, and as we head into the spring season for softball, next like 12 months, what's your schedule looking like? Well, already hitting the road recruiting. Um, you know, that, that like I said, that never stops. So I've uh, been going a couple places here and there. Um, you know, the fall is going to be a lot of uh, recruiting as well. I mean, there's some tournaments in the fall, you know, down in Florida um, that you can kind of outreach to and get some kids. Um, you know, but the biggest thing coming back on campus, um, I'm super excited to meet with the team and the girls. Um, you know, we've communicated by email so far, but uh, being able to meet with them on campus is going to be, you know, something I'm really looking forward to and just kind of, you know, forming relationships. Um, you know, and winter, same kind of thing, recruiting, getting ready, like prepping. Um, you know, I'm watching some past game film from last year just to kind of see uh, where we're at with Trinity because that is one of the, you know, things that I'm not used to coming into the NESCAC is not having that non-traditional season in the fall. Um, all of the schools I've been at, we've usually had about 16 uh, days in the fall to work with our teams. So, you know, my job now is to watch film from last year's games and kind of gauge where our team is at, where we need to focus so that come February 15th we can get to work and, you know, not have any downtime wasted. So, um, and then February on, it's it's just go time. And we play and we practice and pray for good weather and uh, hope the schedule cooperates. Great. Oh, that's awesome. And the last question I have for you is, uh, outside of softball, what are some of your interests? What, what, you must be glad, happy to be back in the New England area. Uh, what do you like to do outside the diamond? Yeah, definitely happy to be back home in Connecticut. Um, I mean, off the field, I'm a big animal lover, um, so anything I can do with my dog outside is great. Um, I have three cats as well who are awesome, so 
just being outside, enjoying time with them. Um, I've been really into paddle boarding. Um, I enjoy any time being out on the water uh, in the summer in the sunshine. And uh, I do a little bit of work, wood burning on the side as well. So just, uh, you know, keep busy. <laughs> Something fun to do for sure. That's cool. What's your favorite part about wood burning? Um, I think just kind of creating something from nothing, you know, like I've done a lot with just taking a regular piece of wood and just trying to make something cool out of it. And, you know, I do gifts for family and friends and, um, you know, I just like being able to give them something a little bit from the heart instead of just, you know, something you can grab off the shelf. Well, hey, Molly, Molly Rathburn, first year head coach, Trinity Softball. Uh, welcome to the Bantams program. And I know you'll have continued success, hopefully for many years down the road. Great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.